Sarah. I see you jamming over there, bringing it home with Sarah and Tennille. Robert Palmer says he's got a bad case of loving you. You can't help but dance to that. I know. <laughs> that beat, I tell you what, it's infectious. But there's a lot of infectious stuff going Speaking on. Speaking of infections. Speaking of infections, <laughs> you know what? COVID is still around, but there's a lot of stuff other than just COVID happening. Oh my so, goodness. you know, yes. today we're going to talk about preparing in advance for sick days. Full disclosure, we've been living this at my house. <laughs> Last week know. was, woo. So we're going to see how prepared I was or was not uh, as we talk about <laughs> these things that we need to do. So, I love statistics. So let me just, uh, let's talk a few um, about statistics. So according to the CDC and the American Lung Association, adults get between two and four colds per year. We're just talking about the common cold. Yeah. And like, I swear, I literally was talking to my mom about this other day. Cause like twice a year I get horrible, horrible sinus mess. Yeah. Like, sinuses, colds. Listen yeah. at the number of colds per year. One billion, billion with a B, colds happen every year. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And then let's just talk a little bit about the flu because, again, this has been reality in my family. Between 2018 and 2019, the flu season, there were 35 million cases, according to the CDC. That's flu that we knew about. There were some people right. that were just sick and didn't ever go and, you know, probably had the flu. So we need to get prepared because this stuff's going to happen to our households at some point. You're right. And one day you feel fine and the next day you wake up and you feel like you've been hit by a truck. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So let's talk through this. What can we do right now? Because when sickness hits, we do not feel like going and doing and getting a bunch of stuff. So get us started. What in the world is something that I can do now? So next time that sickness hits my house, I'll be more ready. Next time flu comes a knocking, we'll know yeah. what to do, right? Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, in this day and time, we have all learned that we can visit the doctor virtually. You know, I, you know that wasn't so much readily available. Uh, no, isn't that it amazing, is though? I mean, that I have not done it. Let me just say, I have not had a virtual doctor visit yet. But I'm very interested several. in it. I'm very interested yeah. in it. It's a possibility. Um, it, it, and it's really cool. Like, you obviously need to go if you need to get tested for something. Like, if you think you have the flu, well, you need right. to go. Mm -hmm. But um, over um, the last two years, my children have had a couple of virtual visits. And it, I mean, like, you just sit like you're on, it's a it's a video chat. And you talk through some stuff. And it was great. They called in the prescription. I went and picked it up, you know. You know, what I like about that is I'm not in a waiting room possibly exposing myself to other stuff that I don't yet have. I or sharing what you got with with other people. You know, sure. I know the last time I had the flu, I, I remember distinctly sitting in the waiting room feeling like horrible and all these people around me. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I exposed all them to the flu and didn't even know it. Yes. So, yes. And I mean, you know, know one thing that I should have done that we need to do is pull together phone numbers. Now, this sounds trivial, but it's not. When you need to call the doctor's office, if you have small kids, the pediatrician's office, this isn't the time I want to like go through my contacts or find Google and do all these things. 
Um, I need to have this information. Places of employment, you know, um, hopefully you know the phone number to where you work, but maybe you need to call for your spouse or maybe you need to call for your child and you need all these things readily available. If you have school age children, uh, do you know the phone number to the school? If not, that's something you may need to, you know, make a list of family and friends. This is especially true if somebody lives alone. You know, there needs to be somebody that can check on you. Um, if yeah. you if you're sick, you need to let somebody know that so that they can check in and see how you're doing. I agree. I agree because you could go from feeling okay with even with sickness to feeling really bad. You mm-hmm. know, so mm-hmm. it's good to have somebody check in for sure. Yeah. Um, another thing, while you're making that phone list or putting numbers in your phone, you know, however you choose to do that, another really important thing to do is to either create or update a medication list. And we talked about this before mm-hmm. on previous podcasts. Um, and if you've attended any of our health classes, we really touch on this because it's truly important Um because if you cannot speak for yourself or you don't feel like gathering up everything or you don't, you know, you just can't remember you're sitting in the office and you can't remember, you know, what that over-the-counter medication was that you took or what supplements you take every day. You need to update that medication list and share it with um, a family member or have it in a place that is easily accessible and then put one in your wallet Mm -hmm. so that when you do go to the doctor, you'll be able to have that and give it to them. And it's important to put those supplements on there, right? I mean, our vitamins and things like that. Yes, yes, it's very important because sometimes we don't need to take those if we're taking certain medications. Mm-hmm. Um, so our physician needs to know everything that we are taking um, for our health, for sure. Okay, so we got our list. We got the phone numbers. We got our medication list, all that kind of thing. So I think the first thing that we can buy in advance would be liquids because, you know, many illnesses are going to cause you to get dehydrated and you're going to need something clear on hand. Uh, carbonated drinks that are clear, broth, uh, even drinks that have electrolytes, uh, sports oh, yeah. drinks and things that we don't typically say drink a lot of because they do have sugar. But, you know, if you've been especially having some uh, stomach issues, This may be something that you'll need. Uh, So you want to have those on hand. And I think the key, Sarah, is to store them away somewhere where you don't drink them (laughs) until you're sick and need them. Uh, You're right. You don't want them to be gone, you know, by the time you get sick. Everything but the broth would be gone in my Yeah, I mean, the broth would still be there, but uh, the, the everything else yeah. would be gone. So we need to store them away somewhere safe uh, so that we have them. And it's not just liquids. Think about some easy to prep foods or just have that you don't have to prep. You know, have you some jello, have you some crackers and canned soup, mm-hmm. um, even canned fruit and juice, because there's another way for you to get a, some liquid in your system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Things that you don't really have to do a whole lot of prep work to, but that you have on hand, maybe, you know, uh, some bread, make so you can make some dry toast and, and things like that. Because when you don't feel good or you have upset stomach, you know, you don't really want much food, but you need some, especially um, a lot of medications require you to take uh, that medication with food or with a beverage. So you want to have some on hand as well. And this is all important because nobody feels like going to the store when you're sick. Last week, going to the store was the last thing on my mind. Right. So. Yep. So if you have it now, and like you say, just kind of put it away, put it back, 
um, you will be very thankful <laughs> that you have the have it there. Yes. Okay. Now thermometers. This is something that kind of got popular uh, during the beginning of the COVID pandemic. Yeah. You know uh, the the scan thermometers. Even if you're using an old school thermometer, make sure it works. Have a working thermometer. Know how to use it. That's so important. And I'm going to throw this in there because there was actual situation a couple of weeks ago. Those scan thermometers that we bought at the beginning of the pandemic, they need their batteries changed <laughs> from time to time. Like telling me they don't last forever. They don't last forever. But we didn't think about this until a situation came up where there was somebody that was feeling ill, was checking their temperature with a thermometer that's been around since the beginning of 2020. Yeah, a couple of years. A couple of years now. It, it was coming back normal and they were saying, oh, I feel horrible horrible, but I don't have a temp. Turns out they had a fever the whole time and the thermometer was not working. So check those. yeah, <laughs> we've got to check them ever so often. So know how to use your thermometer, check it out. And even some people have an oxygen meter on hand. That's not something we used to even know what it was. That's just something yeah. the doctor's office clamped on your finger. But, um, you know, it's something that some people have, but definitely a thermometer. Yeah, make, and make sure it works. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another thing that you want to keep on hand, so add this to your grocery list mm. for your food and drinks, but you want to make sure that you have, you do have the over-counter medication that you need that can help ease your symptoms. Just like, you know, your ibuprofen, fever-reducing, mm. pain-relieving medications, cough medicine, cough drops. Oh, yeah. Um, allergy and sinus medication, or even if you're having stomach issues, you may want some stomach medicine. Those types of things. So we want to always have those types of things on hand because you just never know. But especially this time of year when there is so much cold and flu and stuff going around. So we need to like go through these, I guess, at the beginning of every cold season and just make sure everything is not expired. Well, I was about to say they do expire, you know, mm -hmm. just like when you're cleaning out your pantry, you find stuff from five mm -hmm. years ago, you can find medication from five years ago. And, and you really need to dispose of that properly. And the proper way to do that is uh, most, most cities and towns, you can take it to um, either your police station or the health department, things like that. And they can dispose of your medication properly, even over the counter medicine. Okay. So we know we need medicine. There's some other stuff we might need that we might want to go ahead and get things like, you know, your facial tissues, a bath tissue. If there's some stomach unrest there going on, um, we might need disposable masks. If we start to deal with certain illnesses, plenty of hand soap, hand sanitizer, disinfectant wipes and spray. You know, everybody was kind of on top of that in 2020, the first half, and we might've fallen off a little bit. So check that stock and make Make sure that you've still got some things around because those are not just for COVID. Um, you know, we can disinfect for all of these illnesses using the disinfecting sprays and wipes. So we want to keep those on hand too. That's right. And last but not least, I mean, this may sound kind of trivial to some people, but those days where you're starting to feel better, but you're not 100%, mm -hmm. you may, you know, have some books around or magazine around or a movie. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of people want to binge watch stuff on those days and mm -hmm. just don't feel well, you know, but you're kind of bored. You're ready to get out of bed and maybe move to the living room, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, those kinds of days. Yeah. So, you know, things like that, just to consider, which most of us have stuff lying around. You know, I know mm -hmm. I've got a few books and magazines. I'm going to read those later. Well, mm -hmm. later, make it clear. You it know, could. 
And you know, you could end up quarantined with a family member. I mean, you may feel fine and need stuff to do. You just can't be out in the public yet. So I think it's not trivial. Uh, You don't want to lose your mind while you're quarantining. So have a plan for some things that you can do um, when you're shut inside. And so even with the best preparation, Sarah, there are sometimes we just need to go to the doctor. Um, You know, the -the over-the-counter meds and, and all of these things that we're talking about, the broth and everything, it just ain't working. So, no, what, what some are some, yeah, what are some situations that we need to show up at the doctor for? Definitely, if you're running a fever of over a hundred for you know multiple days, or if it mm. breaks but comes back, mm. mm-hmm. you need to go to the doctor. If if you ever have difficulty breathing or chest pain, like don't even think about it. Call nine one one. Oh, that's nine one one exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, severe throat pain, mm-hmm. you know, that could, that could be strep or, you know, it could be a lot of things. So you yeah. need to go get that or headache, sinus yeah. pain, all that, you know, a bad sinus infection can put you down just as bad as the it flu. So. Or if you're in a situation where you can't keep anything on your stomach, I mean, you can't keep anything yeah. down. You need intervention. Right, you try, Cause you don't need to get dehydrated. You know, that's a mm-hmm. big concern right. for sure. And then you've tried everything at home and over the counter and you're not getting any better. It may be time to go to the doctor and get some medicine that's a little stronger that can knock out your, your issue quickly. You know, I know I've been that person. Oh yeah. For a week and (laughs) go to the doctor and I'm like, give me that sinus shot now. (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes it's, we don't have time to stop and go to the doctor or we think we don't, or, you know, maybe we're trying to save money. We don't want to have to pay the doctor fee. So we try everything everything but there comes a time when we got to give it up and we got to go to the doctor because we want to get better we want to get better. that's right yeah so sick days are going to come so we just want you to be prepared for them you know have having things on hand um and then just kind of being ready you know having your steps in place whether it's you or someone else in your household or someone that you check in on making sure that they have what they need yeah Sounds like a plan. Thank you all for joining us. Stay well. And in the words of Mr. Bob Marley, live the life you love. I love the life you live. Bye-bye.